following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go, Are you ready for a break? Uh, yes. Are you ready for a break? Absolutely. Ready for a break? Yeah, and um, so much for that. It's time for The Break on DallasCowboys.com. We were on the break! With Nick Eatman, David Hellman, Ambar Garcia, and Derek Eagleton. It is Friday, December 10th, 2021, season Wait! 17, episode number 76. <laughs> Welcome to the latest edition of The Break, live from the SWBC Mortgage Studios at the Star. I'm so excited. It's Friday. It's Friday afternoon. You know, I'm actually starting to think maybe we ought to be an afternoon show anyway, because my mood gets better as what the day goes on. What is going no, on? I don't know what's going on with this you guy You know, it's just the a good afternoon. we had an afternoon show, you're like, we walked out and you're like, man, I hate this afternoon Was it a Friday? <laughs> It wasn't a Friday. See, that's the I mean, difference. He's got it's that okay. Friday. Friday. I don't want to agree. I don't want to agree with Derek right now. But Friday, like Friday at late morning, early afternoon before the weekend, especially oh, during football season, it's a golden time of the day. I wish you could bottle that up yeah, and sell so it. So good. But I love that time. You're on one. Yeah, like this is going to be. Just, this is going to be a great just, show. You're not playing. Show. You're not playing mood. on Sunday. You're and not no, in the game. But I'm in a good mood. Okay. Though. I'm in a good mood. Don't ruin it. I mean, no, let's no. We're not going to ruin it. Okay, good. I'm saying, don't change it. So we got a good. We got a good hour. We got a good hour here. We're going to give everybody a little (laughs) perspective. There's a lot of stuff floating around this game. Actually, I'm actually enjoying all of this, uh, and we're talking about. Before we get to that, though, real quick, Nick, you want to give me a 76? 76. I mean, Flozell. That's what I'm. Flozell. Yeah, go I'm for sorry. It. I was. I, I had go. a lot of names just flash seriously in my head that aren't really good players, but that one. I don't know. Is there a it's guy named Flo? Is there a guy named Alan Vinegrad? For ser- seriously, that name just—he uh, may not be seventy-six. Yeah, Alan Vinegrad. I don't I, think he's seventy-six. Most of the names he throws in these numbers. What about series, Flo Zell? I don't Have know. you heard what of Flo, Zell about Adams? Flo Zell Adams? That was probably a little bit before you, right? What year? What year did Flo finish? Flo Zell was way before AG. He yeah, was before true. me. Uh, what he was before you? you I never Flo was here with Flo Zell. Really? Uh-uh. What? What name huh. did you say, Nick? Vinegrad. Alan. Oh my. God, did he play? Alan Vinegrad, ninety-one to ninety-two. <laughs> Is he seventy-one to seventy-six? Wow, Nick. That? Uh, Larry Bethea. He, he, well, it's not a great story, but he he was a first-round pick, didn't turn out well for him. But um, Flozell Adams. He, he Flozell was one of my favorite people. Yeah, I actually like Flozell yeah. a lot. Yeah, yeah, and and he never talked to the media, no. and and for some reason we he had, talked to anybody there, right? But we had we had a girl working for us, yeah. and she was a web developer, Aaron, Aaron Johnson, yeah. and they became friends. And so for some reason he was like, "I'll talk to you." I ain't talking to any of these other mfers, is what yeah. he would say. So yeah. every talk year, about the media, yeah. media. So every year, one one time a year, I would get to talk to him, and mm. wasn't great or anything like that because Flozell he didn't really have the Greatest personality in the world, but it was pretty good. He's yeah. a good player. I thought he was a really very good player. Good player very underrated player. I love the story, and you've told it before, maybe on the air Parcells. about Parcells. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, we, he he was like fourth year, fifth year, and this isn't working out. And he's going to be free agent. He's out of here. Like he's not very good. And then Parcells shows up, and you know he's going to clean house. And it's like, Bill, what's what's the first thing you're going to do? It's like, well, we're going to have to resign Flozell Adams. Are you kidding me? Look at this guy, left tackle. He's a franchise tackle. And we were like. Pfft. Like, like okay. the game has passed, Parcel okay, Bill. I don't know. And then he just made five Pro Bowls. Yeah. So, yeah. He, he, he knew what he was doing. Pretty good coach, I he hear. He knew what he was doing. He was a good coach. Pretty good yeah. coach. And a good player. Absolutely good player that, that people, and he, had, he was deaf in his right ear. Is that right? Or left ear? Uh, or that was, I don't know. That was I don't the remember the ear, but, but uh, it was one of them. 40% hearing yeah. loss in one ear. And so, he gets you a false start a game. Yeah. There's no doubt. He'd so get that you was a part start. of that. But but he was a really good player, <laughs> and he kept the quarterback clean. I know. Just like D. Ware. We'll give you offsides a game, but you take it. Absolutely. All right. That's a good 76. Let's not jump into the drama. Like, I love the drama. There's a lot of drama going on in this game. The so lead much up to drama this game. in the LBC. Kind of hard being a All right. So, um, so Mike McCarthy. <laughs> A few days ago, he says to the media, we're going to win this game. I'm confident in that. What am I supposed to say? I fully expect to win every game I ever competed in. Dak was asked about the comment. Dak says, say his quote. Yeah, he said something. Uh, you're at the beep, and then yeah. yeah. So you basically, go. you get the point. Uh, and he says, I don't think he said anything different than anybody. everybody in our building thought. Uh, he just voiced it. So now 
we've got to make sure we're accountable for our words. And then last night it goes up a level because Ron Rivera is asked about it on his uh, on the show that they do for I guess you know Washington Football Team website. I don't even know what they call WashingtonFootballTeam.com. Talking, Whatever, talking football team. Whatever it is. Uh, but they were on the, that show and and he's asked about it. And his response was, "You do that for a couple of reasons. One." Uh, you want to get in your in our head. He's talking about the Washington football team. Secondly, he's trying to convince his team. He's now made it about him. I think it's a big mistake. Question for you guys is, was it a mistake for Mike McCarthy to say what he said about this upcoming game? Hell no. It's awesome. No. It's fun. We're, we're sitting here juiced up talking about the rivalry. This is the first time I've felt like Dallas-Washington was a rivalry since I started working here. Yep. It's it's sleepy town USA. Yeah. It's boring, dead rivalry, garbage oh. franchise that hasn't done anything in a decade. More than a decade. What am I even talking about? Like it's th- this For all of the old heads that talk about how great this used to be, I've never seen it ever once in my life. So like the fact that there's some juice to it, I love it. I think it's fun as hell. Yeah, I mean, who cares? Of course he's going to say that. I mean, seriously, of course that guy's going to say that. Because Ron Rivera, I mean, great coach, great story, all that. And the next interesting thing he says will be the first. Hmm. I mean, I mean, seriously, what is he? he, he, he look, at his, look at him on the sideline. Look at him. I mean, that's just what he does. Outstanding coach. Great player when he was during his time, all that stuff. I'm not talking bad about him, but he that's not his style. So of course he's not gonna say that. But I can promise you this, McCarthy doesn't say it to to like say, God, I don't know if our guys are ready for this game. Like I gotta I gotta convince them. I don't think it's not like that. This yeah. isn't like Jimmy Johnson calling in and saying he'll put it in three inch headlines or whatever. But You, you think know. you think he went into that press conference wanting to do that? Maybe not in the way that he did it, but wanting to do that? Or do you think I, I, this was just, I'm answering the question, and it came out, and then so. he's like, well, think, I'm not walking away from it. I think, first of all, maybe I'm just boring right now, but I don't see any of this as a big deal. I don't get why it's becoming such a big deal, but whatever. It's just fun to talk about. That's I all guess, it is. I guess, but I, the way I see it is a, a coach that wasn't at a game the week before, wasn't there, got to see from the outside perspective, is pumped to get back in. He goes in there, he's like, you know, just like the energy you're in today, that's yeah. similar yeah, to that. So it, that's the kind of the, the energy that he had where it leads you to say things like that, like, yeah, we're going to win this game and all that. So I just think it's more him being hyped up of being back and, and back in it with his team rather than him being any different than what he normally is behind mm. cameras. I, I mean, I, I said to Dave afterwards, or, or Rob, one of y'all, I just said, well, that's if it's a mistake, if he thinks that what he said is a mistake, that means he thinks that they're going to lose. He thinks the Cowboys are going to lose and he's going to be wrong. So basically he's also making a prediction, right? No? Wait, I don't know if I'm following that. Because Rivera. Is Rivera, oh, Rivera making I his see, own prediction because he's yeah. saying, I think it's a mistake? To do that? Or is he saying just in general that's not what you say? I took from it what he was saying was, as a coach, doing that hurts you more than it helps you. Why? Like, well, he said that he thinks it, you t- it takes the focus off your players and puts it on you. Good. Which, exactly. I was thinking that that might be a strategy that a coach would use if he felt like he needed to do that. Now, I think you have to do that when uh, when your team can't handle the pressure of that. I don't think this is a team that shirks away from well, pressure. Like, it's not often in life that a cliche actually works like Literally, yeah. and this is the one that I say all the time, and it literally works this time. You coach your team, I'll coach my team, which is what McCarthy which said. Which is exactly what, what said it is. today. Yeah. yeah, and that's the thing. Like we say that all the time about stay in your own lane and yeah. all that. You coach your football team, do exactly what you want to do, and we'll do it this way. I mean, and then we'll just play on Sunday and see what happens. Yeah. I do think there was a. I think there was strategy here, though, for Mike because you think it was something that was pre-planned. Yes, and well, or or he just got real carried away because I pulled up the transcripts to make sure I'm not crazy, and that's I saw some people on social giving we in the media crap like we baited Mike into this. No, as no, a matter of fact, we didn't. They let gave him an option to be well, able to kind of tamp it back a little bit. The question was just about. It seems like you have a different problem on offense every time. Like sometimes it's your quarterback, sometimes it's your receiver, sometimes it's your line. Like it wasn't even about Washington. Yeah. It was just about your offense has been kind of herky jerky. Why do you think that is? And the answer is like 200 words long. And he gets down to the bottom of it and he's like, we're going to go win the game. And like, 
So he, <laughs> I just feel like yeah. he came in with the idea that he wanted to say something like that. Either that or he just kind of blacked Talked out and into a corner. F- forgot yeah. that he well, was on a microphone. Let's not forget how he ended that conversation when he did kind of drop a, uh, a cuss word or two. He so, does that. So he, you, to say that he maybe he got carried away, I don't think he went in thinking he was going to do it that. It was a mood. Like he was in a mood. I mean, so you know. that being said, I mean, get the beam, get the uh, bleep button ready here. You never know what Derek <laughs> might say. But the funny I'm thing, good. no, and then the Dallas media tried to basically give him some off ramps they were like yeah are you sure bulletin like that sounds like bulletin board material is that how you really feel and i love that was my favorite part because he was like what do you want me to say yeah. i expect to win every game i play which i kind of chuckle at these storylines because like working in this building talking to people off the record that's how they feel about every game they play. Like yeah. they literally It's shocking if somebody in this building tells you, I don't know about this game. Like, and that like, just doesn't happen. And like in like the most disrespectful terms. Yeah. Like they're like, we're gonna smash these B words <laughs> like every week, even right. when they lose, you know? And then they lose like, uh, they're like oh, maybe we next re- week though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um so he just was I was thinking about G V. Like he would he was notorious That's exactly for that. Gary what Brown used to be a running backs coach. Like he was notorious for that. He would be like, Yeah, we're getting him. No, he'd also be notorious to be like, Who'd y'all pick in your gut right. feeling? Did y'all pick against us? Oh, okay. Wait, watch, watch this. this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And no matter what the outcome was, that was his feeling every week. Oh, he yeah. yeah, he's that one day in Seattle and he was like they never, All four of y'all picked against us. We're like, yeah. We they did. never stop by to say hi when we're right. They no. never do that. <laughs> no, no, that never. And and we were that day. <laughs> anyway, the point. I, I just I I appreciate being willing to just say what you already think yeah. and not thinking it's a big deal. Yeah. It's entertaining. Yeah, like I said, let's go. Let's have fun. I think about this a lot. Like the rivalries in the NFL are very real for the fans, especially I do this every year. Shout out my DMV Cowboy fans. Like, this is real for y'all. A lot of them. And a, a boatload a of, them. of them. Yeah. And this matters because this is going to dictate all of your conversations for, like, the next year. Yep. But inside the building, I feel like NFL rivalries are kind of a diminishing thing. You know, just in terms of, like, it's, it's just not the same. Like, guys move around teams so much. Like, you go from one team to the next in a couple years. You train with all these guys in the offseason. You went to school with a lot of these guys. Keep going. You you sit after the game, after this overtime loss, and back and forth where there were seven fights, and all of a sudden the, these guys are laying down or they're sitting down and they've got their jerseys and they're signing it yeah. and they've replayed, you know, yeah, and they, it's, they come running off the field. And, you know, you want to get a good, like, photo of the guys. I guarantee it's happened where you're, like, getting him coming off the field and he's like, why has he got a green Eagles jersey on? Like, yeah. this is messing up my shot. And yeah. it's like, I really feel, and I, I don't, I'm not necessarily complaining. But I just think this is the way it is. Like back in the day when free agency wasn't a thing, you just you play for the Cowboys until you can't play anymore. And you only see the guys from Washington the two times a year you it play. It hurts Michael Irvin. Yeah. Who is now still, even on the air, like right. he is a high, hardcore Cowboys it's, fan. It's right? it's us versus them, meaning yeah. the other this team versus the other team. In today's NFL, the us is all of the players and the them is the whole outside world. Like everybody that doesn't understand our lives, it's yeah. us versus them. So, and so I think it diminishes these rivalries a little a little bit. But when you get some juice in the news cycle going like this, where, you know, Ron Rivera is talking to his guys about, like, they don't respect us. They think we're a bunch of bums. And Dak is like, hell yeah, we are going to win this game. Let's go, Mike. I love this. That'll take it up. Yeah. Yeah. And so this is good for the sport, in my opinion. Like, people actually having the guts to put it out there that, like, yeah, we we want to and we're going to win this game. It just makes it more fun for everybody. Yeah, you can't have a team full of alpha types. That are that that hear something like that and it doesn't get them juiced a little bit. Like it's got to, yeah. like it gets you a little bit. Like oh really? It's like that. So yeah, it doesn't mean it necessarily changes your ability to catch the ball or to be able to you know run back a, a kickoff or whatever it is. It doesn't change your abilities, but it does give you a yeah. little bit more impetus where I I really want this to happen a certain way. You know, yeah. this is the most excited I've ever been for a Dallas Washington game. Me and too. This is probably the. This is this would be the seventeenth one that I've watched. I think. Yeah. So. Well, it's the yeah. earliest they could win the division. You know what I mean? Like, in, not technically. Not they can't win it this weekend, no, no, can no. they? Not they actually can't. They can't. They can possibly win it next week. A lot of things have to happen, but they could win it possibly next week. Definitely by the time they they face Washington in two weeks again. They have an opportunity if they win these next three. They have an opportunity to clinch. The yeah, division. I mean, you, you, you win this game. 
And you're in a it's good over. spot. It's over as far as I'm concerned. Like I said earlier this week, if you can't go beat the Giants, then you don't need to be in the playoffs. <laughs> right. I mean, but uh, you act like that's not going to be a tougher game. It will be. It won't be as tough as this game, I don't think. No, no none of Especially. the games are going to be as tough as this game. That's what <laughs> none I, of them that are left? I'm sticking to that. Remember I said <laughs> that? Yeah, it. I I do think that. Yeah. I still think they're going to win. Yeah. You know, but I think it's going to be have a to tough give your game pick right now. That's in the first segment. Hey, if McCarthy's going to give his on uh, Wednesday, <laughs> then I can give mine. You're right. He did give his pick. <laughs> I guess he wanted to join in uh, making picks. You know, as soon as I heard that, the, one of the main things that popped into my head was like, okay, hopefully it's not the kind of confidence that they were having to the point where they came out. Was it for that Denver game? Mm-hmm. Was it that one mm-hmm. where they they? After the game, they started. You start hearing, okay, well, maybe they were feeling too confident back there, and that's kind of why they thought, oh, they got this game in the bag, and they were gonna go out there without the right amount of preparation or whatever, or too worried about them losing. So I, it just took me back to that. I'm not saying this is what's gonna happen worrying this weekend. Me now, Amber. No, 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 no. I'm just no, saying. No, no, I'm gonna. I, I'm pretty sure it's very different it, from. Okay. No, that I, time, but killing my buzz. No, what are we doing? no, don't do that because like that. That's a that's a valid point, but yeah. I don't think that's going to happen because I think what got the whole team that way was how they had been playing. I mean, they, they were playing like crap in early on against the Giants, mm-hmm. Panthers, Patriots, and still winning, still figuring out a way to win. So they okay, we'll sleepwalk through Denver and we'll block a punt here and we'll make a play and we're gonna go win. And it just didn't happen. Mm-hmm. That was a reality check there. And then and then it kind of snowballed for some other reasons. But I don't know if one guy's comments are gonna get them excited. I think it's the fact that they haven't been playing as well. We know that. And and now Washington, I mean, they won four in a row. So I think now for the first time all season, I think the pressure is now on Washington. Because they hadn't been playing it for anything before. I mean, they, they were just two and six. I mean, just go out there and let's see. But now they're six and six. Mm. Now you're in the playoffs. Now you have a chance to go win this game. This really matters because if you don't win, they're pretty much out, mm. I think. I mean, they're going to have to be absolutely perfect down the stretch. It's a really great point. Yeah. I think the pressure I mean, is on Washington now you're than, just, than it's ever been. It's a playoff game for them, Yeah, essentially. Toiling away in noon games. They, mm. I think they beat Seattle on Monday night football or yeah. Sunday night football, whatever. But, like... Playing these noon games, nobody's really paying attention to you. And the quality of opponents, other than Tampa Bay, wasn't great, yeah, right? I don't no. remember yeah, everybody they played. They no, beat no the Tampa, Ra- they beat the Raiders. I mean, Raiders, you know, yeah. they're beating teams the Cowboys yeah, haven't. True. So, I mean, yeah. you can't just say that, but I just, yeah, you know, I they're just kind of playing. Be, they beat some crap teams. I mean, they have. They did I mean, beat the Raiders. By the, by the but, way, the Raiders aren't great, but the Raiders beat the Cowboys. So, do you get yeah. then say, well, can't you see my Cowboys? Do you see my screenshot from the other day? Yeah. The most unbelievable thing ever. Just go, go look at the Raiders like last five games. Just getting smashed by everybody. Not sc- oh, no, I did see that. And they you're like, this is the most Cowboy thing ever? <laughs> yeah. Can't, yeah. can't score 20 against the Giants. Can't score 20 against Washington. Can't they get blown out by Kansas City like a college team would, and then they put up forty on the Cowboys at home? I just don't see how Washington's going to score. Yeah, I don't either until it happens, right? I mean, (laughs) that's that's the tough part. Yeah, you just don't know. I tell you how they'll score. They'll 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 run the ball well on first down. They'll they'll get they'll pick up third downs, and that guy will run around and make a few plays here and there, and they'll drive, you know, and, and then they'll they'll score for 16 points and just shut down the Cowboys. That's how they'll win. But I think if the Cowboys can get to 20 points, I don't think they'll win. Well, I, I tell you how I see it as a possibility. If Dallas doesn't win this game, to me it'll be because they got enough pressure on Dak to where they could create turnovers, mm-hmm. whether that be sack fumbles, whether that be forcing him into bad throws, that's how they beat them because we know right now if you look at the matchups the the biggest matchup that favors in my opinion that favors Washington is their defensive tackles Mm -hmm. against the Cowboys interior offensive linemen not counting Zach Martin and so if you look at it from that standpoint if they can create that kind of pressure that creates a problem for Dallas then I think that's how they could win a game like this creating those turnovers creating that short field not only stopping Dallas from scoring, but also creating scoring opportunities for their offense without having to drive the full distance. I did a couple shows this week with uh, on hanging with uh, Nate Newton and Shannon. And Nate, you know, if he knows a thing or two about offensive yeah. line and guard, he, he said I'd trap the hell out of him. Mm-hmm. I'd get him up the field and trap him, run it right back, uh, right back on him. But but that's something that David said last week, and I I, I thought, man, um, that's kind of scary. If you were to ask the two toughest players on Washington's defense, the two players you're worried about the most are probably you talking about me. Yes, yeah. You just called me David. That's weird. 
I say David. You did. What's wrong with that? Nobody, your name? Call, nobody calls me that. Uh, sorry, I call you that every once in a while. Sorry, it just it re- I was thought you might have been talking about David Moore. I was so confused. <laughs> Who's David? Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. No. Um, no, the, their two toughest players on defense are probably Jonathan Allen and Deron Payne. Yeah. I think so. The two scariest players on their defense. Well, who's the two weak links on the Cowboys' offense? Left yeah. guard and center. Okay. Yeah. So, like, we know where they're going to kind of shift over and, and play, and, and that's why I, I don't think I'd even mess with it. I think I would. this would be a game plan where I'm going sideline to sideline, make them run, make those big guys run mm-hmm. all over the place. All right, we're going to take our first break. When we come back, I'm going to ask you guys a question. Do you think board, bulletin board material is a thing, and do you think it actually affects outcomes of games at times? We'll talk about that when we come right back. This is DallasCowboys.com Radio. At AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. For turning your living room into your office and your gym. For teaching grandma how to video call and teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone, new and existing customers, our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network's busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with... And I'm Jay Novacek. And we're both with... United United Ag and Turf. Turf. The official tractor provider of the Dallas Cowboys. So, if you need a tractor to bale some hay, a mower to cut some grass, or a gator to get some chores done... Get a John Deere at United Ag and Turf. And then, let's get to work. Hey, Jay, that's my line. (laughs) Well, not today. Get to work with a John Deere tractor package that's just right for you and your budget. Visit UnitedAgandTurf.com. Before there was a draft, you could size up a cowboy by three simple factors. The crease in his hat, the bend of his brim, and his unbalanced. Bending attitude. A man Stetson didn't just protect him from what life threw at him, it projected a rugged, unstoppable spirit. Stetson hats are still American made with pride right here in Texas. They're still the unofficial crown of all self respecting cowboys, and Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find a retailer nearest you at Stetson.com/slash cowboys. New Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. You deserve it. I do deserve that. You deserve decadent flavor without sugar. And a day at the beach without sand getting everywhere. And a relaxing bath that your children don't interrupt. I deserve all that? It's really just a visual metaphor for Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. Everything you want, nothing you don't. A visual metaphor on the radio. I do deserve that. Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. The zero you deserve is finally here. Back to the break. Thanks, Christopher. Celebrate Christmas at the Star with Cowboys Christmas Extravaganza, powered by Reliant. The 20-minute show electrifies the Star in Frisco with a powerful mix of game day excitement and Christmas cheer every Friday and Saturday at 6 p.m. through December 18th. Admission and parking are free. For more information, visit thestardistrict.com. Is Gravedigger going to be at this thing? Sunday, Sunday, Sunday at Texas Stadium. It's going to be Gravedigger versus... I don't know. Bigfoot. Bigfoot three. Yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't hear the music, and I just that's go to no, what I. That's fair. I, if he yeah, would, I was like, "Where's my Christmas music?" What I don't doing? think I actually ever have been. Chris to put Monster the sandwich down. Actually, yeah. It's actually pretty entertaining. I hear it's I took fun. My kids and I've taken them a few times. It's actually pretty I hear entertaining. It's fun. I mean, what's not fun about watching stuff get smashed? Basically, yeah. yeah you just watch and cheering on trucks like smashing into other trucks, yeah. like it's <laughs> and jumping really high, and yeah, it's just it's fun. <laughs> I'm in favor. Uh, you should try it. You should try it. Take your kids. All right. Um, <laughs> second segment of the break, live from the SWBC Mortgage Studios at the Star. As you guys can see, we're completely off the rails today. This is what happens when they move us to Friday afternoon versus Friday morning. And, they, uh, as in you, moved it to Friday. Did I move it? <laughs> you oh, me and Amber had to move it, yeah. You make all of the decisions for this I department. All, I don't most make of them. all of them. Most of them. No, I make a, a few this one I made because Amber had a meeting and uh, she couldn't do the show without me. You really want to say it? that's not how it went down? You're like, I can't be on the show Friday because I have a meeting and yeah. Amber's going to have to host because I have a meeting with Mexico. And I was like, is she not going to be on there too? And you're like, oh, yes, yes, <laughs> sorry. Oh, wait, wait, yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So then it was like, are y'all going to host it? Right. And it was like, oh, I think no. we need to move the show. No. Like, we need to move this. So we're not, we we're not hostables. I think it's funny when okay. you guys come to me. It's like, uh, do you think we can uh, move the show? I'm like, well, you're the boss. You can move anything you want. You can move. Yeah. I think true. Nick and I doing a two-man show just might be the grumpiest hour of anybody's <laughs> life. Just nobody else's energy to really pick us up. We're just like, true. Yeah. Like, what do you want me to say? True. <laughs> true. The first 
five minutes of every show is about waking y'all up. Like it's like get the energy going, let's go, and, and you then do. you guys are in. You're good. You do because you test my my brain with the yeah. With the it gets numbers. you wake, wake you up. Oh, it's just wake for the you people up. that are kind of upset by this, and there's maybe like three. Yes, we we forgot seventy three. We didn't Did we? do seventy three. And yeah. Larry Allen is all. Was there's an answer. There's an easy answer. Yeah. Larry Allen. Yeah. Joe Looney was nice. Mackenzie Bernardo, good dudes. Larry Allen. Yeah, there's only one answer. The best. Probably the greatest player to ever play his position in, Cow- in Cowboys history. I was history. about to say, is he not the— I think he's the greatest— Greatest I, player in the history of the Cowboys? Um, I'm going to let y'all do that. I I'm think, not, I don't, I don't I think he that. is the greatest player to ever play for the Cowboys at his, at his position— other than maybe Deion Sanders, but Deion wasn't a all the way Cowboy yeah. player. But this Larry Allen was a Dallas. Cowboy. I'll put it to you like this: I don't know that there was another player in the history of the Cowboys that I'm aware of that was more dominant in his role no. than he was. Yeah, like he was dominating. You talk to other players around yeah, the league at the time; they didn't want to go up against Larry Allen. Like no. it was just he was a tough matchup for That's, other teams. I mean, they're amazing players, but like you're, there's always going to be. There are obviously other quarterbacks that have come along other than Roger Staubach. For all of his rightful place in the yeah. lore of the league, yeah. Emmett will always have Barry. I mean, that debate will go on forever. But Larry Allen, I think almost everyone agrees, is like one of the two or three best guards to ever history. play. Yes. Yeah. In the history I mean, of the league. I know I know technology and people are bigger and stronger and all that. I just I don't see a lot of seven hundred pound bench pressers. He could play around. today and be just as dominant as he was back in the nineties. Yeah. It no makes me it. so good interview too. No liar. <laughs> Definitely he had a good not. speech. He had a good speech in the Hall of Fame. His speech was did, incredible. Which I did not expect to happen. His speech like, was incredible. He had a really good speech. Oh, yeah, he talked about drinking 40s. Yeah, but he's talking about love. Yeah, 40s he said, and love. He said his wife got him a steak in a 40. No, he was like, a, he knew. Uh, it was a chicken, I believe. Oh, chicken. Like and, a whole chicken. Whole chicken and a 40. I got 40. caught up on the 40. I don't even remember what the meat was, but that was like, I was like, that's love right there. Old E. Yeah. It makes me oh, so <laughs> uncomfortable. What's the official 40 of the Cowboys? Miller. They make 40s? Oh, no, they, they got a 36 ounce. I don't know about 40s malt liquor. Though. I know, but that's, I'm just saying, like, they don't have a 40. Like, that's the closest you're going to get. I think Old English should be the official 40. Go talk to Suda all about that. See if you can get that. What? We don't have it all. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Yes, that's how it works here. <laughs> that's how it works. That's how it works here. I got to go. I got to go. That's, sell. Officially, go sell. that's officially most of the meetings that we're in around here. Okay, so let's get back to this talk real quick. And I know you guys think you may, we may have already talked about this, but I do think there's a, a slight nuance to this because I do think for whatever we think of what Mike McCarthy had to say this week and what Ron Rivera has to say this week, I do think that there is a possibility. And the question for you guys is how much does bulletin board really affect um, players and affect their abilities, not necessarily their ability to play the game, but just their, their mental, the mental part of the game uh, when they see something where someone feels like they're disrespecting them. I think it's huge, and I the only evidence that I ever need is Nick Saban and what he has done at Alabama, like the unquestioned, maybe the greatest run in sports history, or one like right up there with the mm-hmm. Patriots. It's pick or one, Duke, or whatever. Whatever. No, I mean, no. I'm sorry, UCLA. UCLA is a okay. Seventies, sixties, yeah, UCLA. Yeah. Sure. Either way, they just win and win and win, and it's just a foregone conclusion. And Nick Saban still tries to use disrespect as an edge. He did it He did it last weekend. Mm-hmm. He's sitting at the podium after they yeah. crushed the number one team in the country, and he's like, yeah, everything y'all were saying, like that. sometimes the rat poison's yummy. Like the way you were just disrespecting us, nobody gave us a chance. I just want to be like, Nick, who do you think doesn't give you a chance to win anything? You're like, so full of crap. If you play the NFL, there'd be some people being like, eh, every year, every year, somebody's <laughs> like, oh, ja- this, this year's Browns can't beat the Tide, right. which is insane. Yeah. But the point is, that's how good they are, and he still yeah. uses that psychology to give his team an edge, and it clearly does something. Yeah. Especially, we're talking about it off the air in your prep. Like it, you're not thinking about it by the time you get to the stadium, but like to hear. To hear that people don't aren't taking you seriously or don't respect you, all of these guys are just constantly looking for an edge. I remember 
it was pretty early in Dak's career, but I just remember somebody, it was after something like this, and Dak was done talking publicly, but he was just like, keep doubting me. I need it, y'all. I need it. Keep doubting me. Like, he, like they love that stuff. Mm-hmm. They love to be able to throw Fuel. it back. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I think it matters. Yeah, I mean, individually, you know, I'm, again, we're talking about Bill Parcells, but he was the master at it. You know, he, he would get a, a player and, you know, and, and put a gas you know, tank in, in his locker and said, looks like you're out of gas. You know, that's what they're mm-hmm. saying. Or get a, or a, a plane ticket or something like that. And he did one, one time to his player, a plane ticket to L.A., you know, because they had a left tackle that was better. He sent. He wanted to fly Jimbo Elliott to L.A. so they could get their tackle and trade him for this game. Hilarious. Yeah, you know, just little things like yeah. that, which I don't know if you can go that far sometimes now. But, I mean, yeah, individually I think you can kind of, you know, nudge players. And, yeah, I think it just creates just the even more excitement and all that. And then when you get to the game – you just know how big it is, you know. No, no one's doing this when it's the four and seven, what, whoever, yeah. you know, Jets versus I don't even know who's who, but you know that's not happening around the league. But everyone knows how important this game is. You, yeah. One and three is a big difference. Yeah, and when the games, if you got a three game lead, one game lead, big difference. Like, I'm not going to say I'm against the comment that he made or any of that. I like it, keep doing it and everything. But I think that it does, in a, it fuels the Washington team a lot more than the Cowboys. And because what Nick mentioned earlier, how much more there is a stake for them currently. So, not saying I'm against it, but I think that maybe, <laughs> why would you throw something, like an extra little spark or fuel yeah. into a team that you yourself are needing and looking to beat this weekend. So, But I, I'll, I'll say this to that. So why do you think he really said it? Why do you think he said it, though? I personally, the way I look at it, I think it's a, it's a motivational tactic for his team as well. Okay. And the reason why I say that is because I think that just like, just like it can— Deeper than that. Deeper than that. Why do you, do you, really, you think he believes it? Yes. Okay. Why do you think he believes it? Because he thinks he's better. I think he thinks his team is better. I think that's it. I think that I mean that's that's a big part of it. So you're like, yeah, maybe that fuels them more. But deep down, he thinks this football team, when healthy, when prepared, when they actually get to have full practices and full coaching staff and open weight room and all these guys, they're going to go up there and they're better than this team. They're just better. If he didn't believe it, he wouldn't say it. And so you can say what you want, you can get pissed and all that. When Sunday at noon comes around, we're going to beat you because we're better. That's what he thinks. If he didn't think they were better, if that was close, he maybe wouldn't say it. But he mm-hmm. thinks they're just that much better than them, and I don't know if I disagree. I love it. That's well, I, the reason why is because it's fun. That's the answer for me. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like it was, that. That was amazing. Nick yeah. sounded like Macho Man right there. Like these <laughs> oh, yeah. alligator boots. Like that's and that's <laughs> what it's all about. Like you know, The Rock. He's like when I when The Rock sees you at Madison Square Garden at seven thirty p.m. on Sunday, he's gonna lay the smacketh down on your candy ass. Like that's. Damn. Oh, I didn't know you had that in you. Yes, <laughs> it's awesome. It's just I don't know WrestleMania coming to a theater. I mean to a stadium near you soon. I just think it's, it's my guy. Was, I just think no it's longer fun. with this. I know, right? You always go the morbid route, though. When, when it comes to wrestling, I mean, no. Ra- Randy was good on the mic, though. He was. I can't do yeah. that impression. I but. can't either. It hurts my throat. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he was. He was the best. Yeah. Well, right. Ric Flair was pretty dang good too. He, he was. He was. All right. Let's let's talk a little bit about football. Like we've talked about all the stuff around. <laughs> dang, football. Yeah, Dave, I never heard you say that. <laughs> I was big. I was <laughs> big into wrestling at one point in my life. I think Who we was all not? were. Like, yeah. Who was not? Yeah. Like that's the thing. Yeah. Wrestling was a rite of passage right. uh, for young men in America. Like, even me. Just, even were, me. Yes. Oh, well, everybody. The bed did. was the wrestling arena. Go. You would yes. jump that's on the bed, throw about. each other on the bed. Battle yes. royal. Yeah. 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 All right, favorite wrestler. Oh my God! Yeah, who oh, cares? I mean, uh, JYD care? probably. Somebody, JYD somebody sitting at work. They love it. To... No, they love. We've done okay. it. We started predictions early in this show. That's how big it is. We right. can go favorite wrestler. No Junkyard dog. Junkyard probably dog. Probably my favorite of all time. Yeah. We well, had that real chain. Doom, doom, doom. That was mean. Another one bites the dust. There we yeah, go. that was yeah. my thing. Yeah, I was all in. What about you? I refuse to pick between The Rock and Stone Cold. You don't have to. They're both. They're one A and one B. We just showed our ages right there. Yeah, well, duh. I mean, I know, but I'm just saying, like, that was just a real stark reminder yeah. for me of just how old I am and how young you are. I don't even, I mean, you might have heard my favorite. They have been probably. 
But my, one of my favorites, I mean, I had the bandanas and stuff. I like the Rock and Roll Express. I remember the Rock and Roll Express. Remember them? What was their not manager really, name? Uh, they didn't have a manager. Wait, are we talking about? You're, not, you're talking about the Midnight Express with Jim Cornette. Yes, yes. No, no, that's no. what I They were They okay. went up against the Rock and Roll Express. Then, I, I like the I Rock and Roll I don't know if I remember Express. the Rock and Roll Express then. Oh, wow. Well, sorry. Express. I liked all the Von Erics, You know, I did too. Kevin Von Erich, I think, still follows me on Twitter. Like, that is amazing. I don't mean to sound like Broadus, but like. You're he kidding. Does. No, he does. Is like, he a Cowboy fan? I think so. He's a Dallas. He's a Dallas guy. Mm-hmm. Kevin Von Erich, last one standing. I like the you ever reach out to him? DM no. him? No. Slide in his DMs? <laughs> My heart goes out. Somebody Give me the claw. Somebody just wants to know if Washington's going to run like cover three or what they're going to do. <laughs> well, we still got a whole segment left. Can't so. help you today. Right. Go ahead, Amber. What, your favorite. Oh, no. I, you think I remember those names? I was so young when I started, and then I stopped later. But I have two brothers and all boy co- cousins. So. I would, we would have a blast just trying to copy what we saw on the TV that's, and like tag teaming and all that. So that's probably what, I mean, 2005? That sounds right. Or so. Yeah, around so, there. I mean, 2000s. The, who, who's The Rock? Oh, the, Rock, the Rock was gone by then. I wasn't watching by then. The Rock was already gone? The Rock's been out of wrestling for a long time. Like Shawn Michaels? He was making great I'm trying to game, think, I'm trying yeah. to think who, who the best. He Triple finds, H and. I remember him, but yeah. if I if I saw pictures, I would remember. I, I can't remember names. Well, who's the one? Especially that, who's the one now? Huh? Who's the one now that we're talking? Roman Reigns? Oh, really? yeah. We already talked about this. I'm waiting for Derek to make the call. Hey, bring him over. Trust me, we got some stuff in the works. Just you know, Sting Sting was up there for me too, and so we got to meet him. That was so you guys awesome. just meet him. You were yeah. pretty Sting. I liked Sting. Yeah, yeah. I liked I liked a lot of them back then. You know All what's right. funny? It's like real quick. I've I've met a few guys like even on the like lucha libre side of things oh, yeah. and the bad guys that are all like tough mm-hmm. and rough and you meet them outside of TV and what they're doing in their performances and they're like the nicest guys ever. Yeah. It's just it's so it's funny. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. it's a whole act, but yeah. it's just you know you feel like intimidated and scared to and they're like huh with the biggest smile ever. I'm like oh it's just. It's interesting and fun and cool. They're really good at what they do as far as selling their characters. Really, Mm -hmm. really good. All right, we're going to take our final break. When we come back, I do want to talk a little bit of football with you guys. Uh, we got to catch up on some injuries. There are a couple guys that showed up on the injury report. One of them, for the first time, I want to talk about how much uh, Michael Parsons is hurt and what that means for this Sunday. We'll talk about that when we come right back. This is DallasCowboys.com Radio. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. At AT AT&T, everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it. We're turning your living room into your office and your gym. We're teaching grandma how to video call and teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone new and existing customers our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with... And I'm Jay Novacek. And we're both with... United United Ag and Turf. Turf. The official tractor provider of the Dallas Cowboys. So, if you need a tractor to bale some hay, a mower to cut some grass, or a gator to get some chores done... Get a John Deere at United Ag and Turf. And then, let's get to work. Hey, Jay, that's my line. (laughs) Well, not today. Get to work with a John Deere tractor package that's just right for you and your budget. Visit UnitedAgandTurf.com. Before there was a draft, you could size up a cowboy by three simple factors. The crease in his hat, the bend of his brim, and his unbending attitude. A man Stetson didn't just protect him from what life threw at him. It projected a rugged, unstoppable spirit. Stetson hats are still American-made with pride right here in Texas. They're still the unofficial crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find a retailer nearest you at stetson.com cowboys. Back to the break. 
Dak Prescott is our nominee for the Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year Award presented by Nationwide, recognizing recognizing NFL players mm-hmm. for outstanding community services, activities off the field, and excellence on the field. Vote for Dak. <laughs> Tweet hashtag WPMOY challenge followed by Prescott through January 17th. Vote Dak if you can figure all that out. Sure you don't want to start back doing these reads? Dave? I No, he's no. got it. He's no. great. <laughs> Nick's like, you ain't even hurt my feelings. He's great. I have my phone. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back. Final segment of The Break Live from SWBC Mortgage Studios at the Star. We got five or ten minutes left on this show, so let's make it a really, really good final segment for the week. All right? You okay. got that? Have, right, we not, have we not already? I don't know. We got way off into junkyard dog. You're off the rails right now. Just go. You're right. Let's we go. just... <laughs> About to speak about Micah Parsons. I don't know. Great I don't question. know how that happens. Wow. That Literally, terrible. I came into it that with the first terrible. thing on my agenda, and somehow y'all got me wrecked into some other stuff that I was not. The answer for. to that is because he's fine and he's going to play. Good. Thank if you. he wasn't fine, it would be like episode Jeff four. I'm like Micah, <laughs> don't leave us, Micah. Yeah. Yeah, you would right. You would even you would you would like Nick. Give me a number. I, was like, I don't care. I'll tell you this. My mood would have been a lot different probably than, than what it was coming yeah. into this show for sure. All right, so he's fine. We're saying he's fine. Just a little blip. They sit him down for a minute practice, and he's ready to go Sunday. He's supposed to practice today and tomorrow. They don't even think he. They, they didn't get him an MRI or anything like that. I just yeah. something that was bothering him, and they decided to be cool about it. All right, Tony Pollard. Where do we sit with him? Game time. Well, you got shocked that he said in his press conference he had a torn plantar fascia. Is that right? Is that what it was? Yes. Yeah. yeah. That that I, that was the first I'd heard that it was that. Now, obviously, and we've heard this before, tearing it sometimes is a better thing than just you know injuring it. But that all being said, like that, that sounds like it's way more serious than just game time decision for this week. Yeah. I'm not going to pretend to be a doctor, but the thing that gets thrown has been thrown around here all week is that it's one of those weird things where tearing it is actually better like it allows you to like play on it more than if you had just like sprained it or what i I don't know why that makes sense i'm not a medical professional but that's what i have been told by people yeah it was interesting that he said he said you know i've heard that you know tearing it's better and you know when you tear it it allows you to play on it with not as much pain i'm waiting to get there and that that sounded to me like yeah i don't i don't think that's true right now because i'm in pain um, and I guess that may be part of the game time decision is maybe right now, physically, he doesn't feel like maybe he's ready to play at this I'm, point. I'm yeah. Is, that, is that the same thing that, was it Amari? Or who Amari was had it? It, yeah. it was Amari, like when he first got here, kind of, that he, he was he, dealing with he that? He played with that, uh, I think, all of 2019, maybe. Good memory. I forgot about that. Yeah. I just I just remember the word, and that's the first time yeah. I ever heard it. I think it was with Amari. Yeah. I'm nervous about this. I'm not going to be surprised yeah. if we hear that number 20 is inactive on Sunday morning. I just And it, I haven't been told that, but, yeah, I mean, the way Tony was talking and what he's done this week, it doesn't seem like he's ramping up. It just kind of seems like he's staying the same. They signed Edo Smith. McCarthy said more or less that he felt good about what Smith would be able to do if he had to play in this game. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm yeah. I'm anxious about that. I don't mm-hmm. know if Tony's going to be there. I mean, it's the bottom of your feet. I remember Patrick Creighton saying one time, it's, you know, how's that feel? He said, it's just like running the whole game with, you know, like on needles. Needles, yeah. 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 So Sounds like fun. Yeah, and for a guy that puts them up and puts them down and probably, you know, faster than anyone else on the team. Oh, his feet. Okay. Yeah, what are you talking about? I didn't know what you were saying. That's a phrase for down. running. You oh, know, okay. It's a phrase for running. Old people like you should know that. I've not heard that phrase ever. You but should. Thank you. I know now. You never heard that? I've really never heard really? that. Seriously. Have you? I don't think I have either. Oh, well, but I, I knew what you meant. Maybe it's not okay. a thing. Then. I'm capable of reading context clues, I guess. I don't know. What are you trying to say? Uh, nothing. You're you're Same capable man. as well, but Same right? Man. You're capable as well. You're intelligent. Yeah, he is. That's no. not what I said. No, no. <laughs> you're capable, but today you're looking for anything that might that be could derail us. Seriously, this is what are you putting down? I don't think I've ever seen Derek in this good of a mood. Which you're usually in a good mood. I'm in a good mood all the time. But what are you this is about? another level. I'm rarely in a bad mood. Uh, I, I know you're not looking at me. Real, you're talking. No, so real right, quick. Right. I'm gonna keep y'all. You're on. talking, so I'm looking. I'm okay. going to <laughs> keep y'all on the rails Thank you. because I think this is important. Running back, we already did it. Keep an eye on tight end too. I don't think Sean McCune's gonna play in this game. Oh, I like that. Tight wow, end too. that's that's. No, I wasn't even doing that on purpose. No, I don't think Sean McCune. It, it, 
it's gonna be it's gonna be close for him. He's dealing with some stingers. It's been an issue for him in the past. So now Sprinkle is your second. You got Jeremy Sprinkle, and there is a guy on the practice squad by the name of Ian Bunting. That guy's like six eleven. Sure. Every time I see him, I'm like, who is this guy, and why are the Mavericks? No, he's not with them right now. He's huge. Your depth is is getting tested there because Jarwin's already on injured reserve. You have Dalton, but. Yeah, Jeremy Sprinkle and a practice squad guy might have to help you with that. One thing, one thing, but I was yeah. yeah, I was gonna say that that they talked about that earlier this week. Like that gives them the ability to have six offensive linemen on the field. Maybe they just beef up at that point. And if you want to run, you're gonna have to have those six offensive linemen out there. Okay, maybe seven if you're gonna throw Connor in the backfield. Who okay. knows? <laughs> I saw the two games last year against them, and I know that personnel is different all the way around, but yeah. it, it was not good. It was. It was a bad. I mean, it was a bad, bad two games of uh, in the middle of the trenches there, and so you know they they had they don't have the same personnel. They're not they don't have Sweat, who was the Cowboys' yeah. killer. Yeah, and Kerrigan actually was there last year too, wasn't yep. he? And of course Chase Young. So those three guys aren't there, and that's your edge basically. Yeah, and yeah. then Cowboys have Zach Martin, Lyle, and Tyron who weren't there, and Dak. Yeah, which helps with the offensive line, of course, too. So personnel is different, but. You know, it's still it's it's a mindset thing. I think I thought what Bucky said was and I had forgotten about that, but that whole like we're gonna knock your quarterback out and you're not gonna do anything about it, and that's just kind of set the tone for that game and that just the way things were that year. And so, hopefully, I don't know if the Cowboys remember that, but they I should. Hope they do. I mean, they should. I hope they do. Yeah. They were in a dark place that day. I just don't. I mean, they lost Dak. Everything about that just seemed. Washington punched him in the face, and they just folded. You know, an interesting stat I look back, I think since that game, the one in Washington, the Cowboys have lost 10 games from last year and this year. And of the 10, every quarterback is a first-round pick, with the exception of Tom Brady, who's, you know, he's done okay Yeah, I think he's proven he should. And Derek Carr, who's a high second-round pick. Every other player was a first-round pick, except for in that game, Kyle Allen, I believe, was mm. the starter. Mm. And so this week, you know, first round, uh, undrafted. And, and uh, is it Taylor or Tyler? Taylor. Taylor Heineke. 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 So I'm just, that just goes to show, I mean, like, you know, for the most part, they haven't been, they've done well against, you know, guys that are undrafted. Mm-hmm. Not that day, though. Kyle Allen, he wasn't a good quarterback, but he was that day. They got smashed last year in both of those games. They did. They did. And yeah. so. Leading from that to this, what happens this weekend? Let's get some predictions. I I, I got no problem going first today. I felt this. I didn't need Mike McCarthy to get me juiced. Huh. In the Dak Prescott era, they're 21-6 and six against the East as a whole. They're 7-1 and one against Washington. The one loss was before they traded for Amari Cooper on a crappy day at FedEx. LP, the guy that's been perfect for his whole career, gets flagged for something that nobody gets flagged for, mm-hmm. or else they probably win that game. They own these guys. And and we talked about it for a month straight of like how tough this stretch was, how many guys you're missing, the COVID protocols, the injuries, the four games in 18 days or whatever it was. Well, they got five days off if you count Monday as a day off because they weren't practicing, that's almost a bye week. Everybody's back. The coaching staff is intact. I think they're going to play like they played before the bye. I do. I don't. I mean, I'm sure there will be some twists and turns. It's just not going to be a blowout from the word go. But I think they're a much better team. I think Heineke will give them a couple opportunities at takeaways, and they'll cash in on one or two of them. And I think they're going to win this game by like 14 to 17 points, like 20, wow, 27 to 13. Hmm. Cowboys. Okay. Like Amber. Nice. Everything's pointing for the Cowboys to have a great game and look good, but from experience, this kind of mood and this kind <laughs> of chillness. Just, Makes uh, you nervous. Yes, it does. It, it, I'm nervous about the running game, and I, I just. I don't like how chill we are. That makes me uneasy. But um, I think the Cowboys will go out and win as of right now. And they'll beat Washington. Uh, Let's see. Final score. I'm thinking maybe something like 28-14 or something like that. But I I don't think they'll be as powerful as they were. 
No, back I mean, then. I think the running the running game they're is going to struggle. Struggles. Yeah, no, it's it's not going to be this clean. They're not going to run for 200 yards, but they're just. I think their quality will win out over four quarters. But okay. excited about the defense. Let's see what those three can do, and hopefully, no injuries, and hopefully, um, he can play without hurting. His little hip more. And <laughs> His little hip sounds so <laughs> condescending. <laughs> I didn't mean it. No, I didn't mean it. Hurt your little hip. No, I, <laughs> Micah's got a boo-boo. <laughs> didn't mean it like that, but yes. Nick? I, I think I've seen this game before. I've, I just feel like it's going to be very similar, I think, to the Saints game last week. It's low scoring for a little bit. Cowboys always seeming like they're in control. Um, we'll... Extend the lead and then maybe kind of have to hang on. I think they win 20 to 15. Mm. I think it'll be kind of low scoring, ugly, but um, it won't be ugly if they win. And, nope, and, at all. And I, I think that both defenses will be you know better when they're on the field uh, than the opposing offense. But I, I think the Cowboys will have more firepower and they'll score. I, I keep saying 20. I just I see the Cowboys barely getting there. But I just don't see – I could be wrong. I just don't see Washington getting to 20 without – you know. I'll, I'll say this. It's December. Okay. It's, this is the time where you give gifts. Mm-hmm. Cowboys don't need to be giving any. If they don't yeah. give any gifts, keep everything under the tree – they're going to win this game because I don't think Washington's good enough to go up and down and beat them. And I actually agree with you on that. I actually think this is going to be a game where Dallas's defense doesn't allow a touchdown. I think they're going to give up some field goals. I don't think they let them in the end zone. Mm. I think this defense will be good enough because uh, I don't think their offense is very good. And I think this Dallas defense, not only are they going to be, are they good, but I think they're going to be juiced by the fact that they got a full contingent of players and they're going to have the rotations that they've always wanted. Uh, and it's going to free up guys to do things, particularly Micah, to do things he has not been able to do all year. Um, and so I think there'll be some wrinkles that, that Dan Quinn will add in this week that he hasn't really been able to use that maybe he's been holding since training camp. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's going to confuse uh, young Mr. Taylor Heineke. Yeah, so I, I think this is a game. Dallas, I think, gets to 20. I don't think it's a runaway game, but I think it, they win 20-9. 20-9. If you could take any of Jason Garrett's old motivational T-shirts out for this one, do we have to? I mean, just if he, you know, there's a bunch of them. There, there's and a, lot. a lot of them. I got a lot of them in my house. Which one are you going for? I think this one, and I don't even know if this was Fight. Garrett. No, no, <laughs> that was about twenty of them. I think this is the the gata. I thought you were gonna say seventeen inches. Get after their ass. Get after their ass. Got it. They don't have to be anything crazy and exotic about the blitzes and all this stuff. Just just get after their ass. Get mm-hmm. after his ass and make him run all over the place. They want to call him they the next promo? Fine. Let's see Prove it. it. Let's see it. The the ball's going to be on the ground in Washington's pocket, at least with Randy and Lawrence and Micah. The opportunities are going to be Watch there. Watch the guy that will ball out is Dorrance Armstrong. That's fine. Oh, I'm good with that. Can and you by see the it? way, and by the way, that's what hasn't been able to happen. Yeah. Dorrance hasn't been able to be the third or fourth best rushing option, right? Now he is. Or bash him or something yeah, like that. Somebody yeah, somebody like that. So that's the that's the part I love Let's about this defense. I can't wait to see how they put all that together. How Dan Quinn puts all that together this game. All right, we appreciate you guys joining us. We'll be back on Monday. We'll let you know what went right and wrong for the Cowboys. Till then for Nick Eatman, Dave Hellman, Amber Garcia, I am Derek Eagleton. This has been the break live on DallasCowboys.com radio. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!